this time it was, man, you lost that. Okay, how can we do better? <laughs> you lost that. Okay, mm-hmm. what does that, you know, what, what needs to be in place for you to actually be able to produce next time and to be able to deliver? And so that to me was, the, the hump was me look, you know, me sort of recognizing that this pattern, the pattern was the same, but my reaction to the pattern was no longer the same. And that was, that's what clicked for me. Welcome to the No More Reasonable Doubt podcast. In season two of this podcast, it's made to help black professionals start passion projects so they can expand their impact in the world and at work. In each episode, you can expect an interview with a black professional who has a nine to five just like you. And they've also launched a passion project into this world. You'll also get episodes with specific topics and lessons to help you move that passion project forward. I'm your host and fellow passion project starter, Mike Ambassador Bruni. Let's start the show. Today, our special guest is Darisha Bates. Welcome, Darisha. Hey, thank you so much for having me. My utmost pleasure. My utmost pleasure. Thank you for being here. First question we have for you is, what do you do for full-time work? Sure. So I work for uh, the federal government uh, in the United States, and I am a director of intergovernmental relations, where I get the pleasure of connecting federal, state, and local government with private sector, nonprofit, with each other. Um, in order to accomplish a common goal of accountability within the government. That sounds big. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> and let me tell you, I don't usually have a follow-up response when people tell me what they do. But, <laughs> but that was like, oh, that sounds big. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. What is your purpose or passion project and how long has it been in existence? Sure. So um, I like this. I, I coined a new term, um, uh, an audit, auditory sommelier. So my current passion is is um, audiobook narration and voiceovers um, uh, that you know run the spectrum of of of, of, of different um, media's. Um, I've always been fascinated by others' stories, and I've also always been very auditory. I'm not really into ASMR necessarily in the auditory world, but I really love stories from like um, uh, old time radio with Johnny Mm. Dollar and Twilight Zone. I mean, I really, I can just sit and listen. I love, I love podcasts. So I enjoy listening to yours and I just like, I like the, the, the voice. So um, what I'm doing is trying to take that passion and um, put it towards other stories or others' projects. And um, that's really been, uh, that's really uh, what my passion uh, project is. Um, And go ahead. I was going to say, someone's going to ask me, what is ASMR? Oh, right. So I don't actually know the the acronym, uh, what it stands for, which is funny because I'm in government and we, we always use acronyms that everyone always asks what they mean. But what it is, is people have seen it. So it's where people will put, uh, have a microphone and they're like tap. And so you're here just a tapping or, or the keyboards, you know, people uh, typing on the keyboard. And that's a sound that people will record for about an hour or 30 minutes. And it's 
folks out there really enjoy it. They listen to it. It's meditative. It calms them. Um, the crinkling of paper, uh, you know, they'll do that. Um, the opening of a jar. I mean, it's it's very much for people who need certain who like certain stimuli in order to relax. And so that's what ASMR does. Well, you you just opened up my world, and I'm sure some other people too. You just opened up my world. Check it out; you might like it. I mean, people. I have a, a close friend who loves it, um, and that's how she goes to sleep. Um, different ASMRs. There's tons out there. Some weird ones, but we, that's just we my opinion. Link, we will link. We will link to that in the show, people. We will link to that in the show notes. Don't worry. We'll link to some in the show notes for you. Very good. Next question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, every superhero has an origin story. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about how, I know you started to talk about a little bit, but how did this come to be, this, this, um, this, this passion you have for sound and more so the project? You know, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to do something with it. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about that. Like, what got you to the point of actually doing something with it? Sure. So I think um, I... Well, one thing is I started working with a, a, a coach um, who, uh, who I think really helped me to visualize what I wanted my life to be and what and what my talents were and, and required me to think about my skills. And during that time, and I still work with her to this day, during that time of discovery, I realized that, hey, I, I got to do this um, really neat recording at my job talking about um, my, uh, the history and um, the um, black vote and what that meant for your family. And what that required me to do for that recording was to write out, to interview someone in my family, which I did, my father, then to write out a sort of uh, one minute to two minute monologue, if you will, talking about what it meant to my family. And I, I was talking I did it without hesitation. I mean, I, I, my schedule is crazy with work, but I did it after work without hesitation. And then I got to record it. Now, this was something that was visually recorded, but my connect, what I connected back to was I really enjoy speaking. And I, I noticed that when I took a, a, um, a sort of look back, I, I have always been asked to... Um, uh, help at weddings to do be the announcer. Now, no one's looking at the announcer, right? They're they're listening to the announcer. Um, I've done monologues on stage for um, domestic violence awareness, and where the spotlight was on me, but people are really listening to my story. I'm not I'm not acting. I'm not moving around. I'm not, you know, using my body. I'm using my voice. And so I started just collecting all of these things. You know, I I, I I've emceed conferences. Again, I, it's they're not. It's, Yes, my they see my face, but it's really my voice that they're listening to because I have to move move things along, and I and I'm very comfortable with it. It's a natural gift. It's something that I know was nurtured with growing up, but it's also just something that comes naturally, just speaking. And so once I had that moment of, that was the moment of self discovery when I was you know working with my coach and there was a discussion about well what do you want to do full time, discussion about what do you want to do to make sure you you know, live the life that you want. And then there was these projects that were coming along that I, that it just it was that there was a connection point. And then I started thinking, like I said earlier, I started thinking about how much I love Johnny Dollar and Twilight Zone and <laughs> you know podcasts because I love voice. Um, and so that's really that's really where it came from. It was really just a sort of moment of of self discovery 
once I got became clear on what kind of like life I wanted to live and what kinds of things, what, how, what kind of joy I wanted to feel doing the things that, that uh, in my life on a daily basis. That's a beautiful story. And uh, I really love the discovery aspect of it. Um, there's, there's discovery. I hear in your story, discovery mm-hmm. and also creation. Mm-hmm. because creation is what kind of life do I want to live? Mm-hmm. And then discovery is like, man, what, what stuff do I already got? What experiences have mm-hmm. I already gone through that helped me to see and, and point to a way to get to that, that kind of life that I want to live. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be very important for our, for our listeners, for our listeners. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. Thank you. Um, the next question is, is there a point where you hesitated to start and what got you over the hump? So, yes, there is there there definitely was a, a point where I hesitated. Um, I hesitated to start when, and this is something that's pretty typical. That was was pretty typical of me. Of what well, when I don't know what to do, I so, sometimes do nothing. I sort of just uh, I sort of freeze and become a, a bit paralyzed um, by you know fear or. Um, what it what it manifests to me is procrastination. So um, I I I did hesitate to start when um, I had multiple a couple of opportunities come to me. I was not able to say yes quick enough, and then I lost them. So what got me over the hump was realizing, okay, you lost these opportunities and. In the past, when you lost opportunities, when you were trying to start other businesses or start other projects, you then questioned, hey, Dorisha, do you really want to do this? Is this what you want? Maybe it's not what you want. And then you would, and then I would spiral. This time it was, man, you lost that. Okay, how can we do better? <laughs> you lost that. Okay, mm-hmm. what does that, you know, what, what needs to be in place for you to actually be able to produce next time and to be able to deliver? And so that to me was, the, the hump was, me look, you know, me sort of recognizing that this pattern, the pattern was the same, but my reaction to the pattern was no longer the same. And that was, that's what clicked for me. Wow. You just gave me goosebumps on that oh. because if someone can make that, that is, that's life, that's life altering <laughs> because the problem didn't, it's the problem didn't change, right? The situation didn't change, but you did. Mm, yeah. Thank that's you. amazing. Thank that you. is so amazing. Oh, you have just liberated some people. Oh, great. <laughs> you have just liberated some people who keep bumping their head against the mm-hmm. same thing and thinking, just keep thinking about it the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, but you changed the way you looked at it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Is, is that part of the work you did with your coach? Is it something else that brought that up uh, about? What do you attribute that to? So I think that, I think it definitely is an outcome of having worked with the coach for a, a, about a year because um, I wasn't, I wasn't actively working with her at that time, but I called her immediately and said, "Oh my goodness, this is what happened." Um, and I think because of the work I did with her, I had, I was forced to think about the things that I'm doing with my time, and so I had a documented history of the different times when I was talking to her about, "Oh, I want to start this," and then I moved on. Oh, I want to start this, and then I moved on. And she, she is fantastic, and I definitely would. I can talk about her a little later. She 
would identify that to me. She'd be like, hey, Darisha, okay, great. You remember this thing? You, we, we got you out of that. We got you out of this. You, you got yourself out of that. You decided, you changed your mind on this. So it really, that's really what it was. It was, it was the fact that I had a, a documented trail of, you know, a paper trail of, of the things um, uh, that I had tr- started, but didn't, didn't finish and didn't move forward with. Um, and so that was sort of, I guess that's like an accountability almost, but it's also for those who maybe, you know, aren't able to get a coach, it's the doc, it's the writing down of the things that you're doing, even if it doesn't make sense, even if you're not a writer, just writing it down, because then when you, then you have something to look back on, on, okay, wow, I have a pattern of about 10 to 15 things over the past three years where I didn't start it, but you know, this one's different. Why is this one different? I, you, for me, you're, 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 um, you're drawing what, what you bring to mind at the moment is journaling. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, as you mentioned, uh, someone may be listening to this and they may not have a coach at the moment, but there's journaling. And I also hear structured journaling. Mm-hmm. Like there may be something that you're going through, for example, hey, starting uh, having several ideas. Hey, not all of them you want to move forward on, but at least being aware that you have, you're having these different ideas and capturing it a certain way. Um, so you can see the pattern of, I, oh, here's an idea I had. Here's, here's what I did. Here's why I moved forward or why I didn't. And being able to see that repeat mm-hmm. um, sounds like something that could be pretty, pretty powerful for the people. Yeah. And if I might add, I think um, with the journaling, you, you hit it right on the head of like, there's the, there's the structured piece of, of making sure that you're you know doing it in a regimented way. And there's also the, hey, when you're writing, don't judge what you're writing just allow your pen to go um, because I think there's a lot of sort of revelation that comes there. There's a lot of insight and that's where you, and you also sort of, um, I think we stop judging ourselves in the moment when we're just, when we just allow for the writing to happen. Um, So I think I just wanted to add that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So earlier you, you mentioned about how crazy your time is Mm -hmm. and then also, um, working, I think you said this part at least, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, okay. the, the second part around, hey, your coach helping you to see, um, you know, being forced to look at where you're spending your time. Mm-hmm. The question I have, and uh, as, as I, uh, I myself am a coach, and one of the areas I focus on is helping um, professionals to start purpose and passion projects. And one of the things that I hear a lot about is, man, I ain't got no time for that. <laughs> So I'm curious, as a, as a busy professional, how did you find time or make time for your project? Sure. So I think the, um, I could totally relate to those people who, who said that. Um, but what I did was I found time, which I, you know, I, I put that in quotes. You can't see me. <laughs> I put that in air quotes because um, the time was there. It's just what was I using the time for? And so the way that I made time for my project, the way I made time for my passion is that I, I took an inventory of where my time was being spent for a week um, or a few days. I think it was about a week. And um, I documented it. I wrote it down. And once I saw where my time was actually being spent, it's sort of like when you create a budget and they, their finance advisors say, oh yeah, I want you to look at your statement to tell us really where you spend your money. Because you know, you might say, hey, I, I, I don't know where my money's going. I, 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 you know, I don't spend a lot. I don't shop. 
then you look at your bank statement and you realize you're going out to dinner every week, you're buying dinners for your friends, and then you're also buying, um, I don't know, soda every day at work or something like that. Whatever it is, you, right. you, you see where you're spending your, your money. I did, I, I did the same thing with my time. And then once I was able to identify where I was mindlessly spending my time, um, I was able to, to then change it um, and, and use that time for my project. Um, and, and again, I, I think one thing, I, I, and I learned this, it's nothing wrong with, you know, for me having mindless time, right? There's nothing wrong with me relaxing, but it's the, well, what do I, well, what do I want? And because I could continue having what I have and be just fine, but if there's something else that I want, then I need to change what I'm doing. Thank you for that. The second part that that I've seen come up with time is that um, is that is fatigue, right? Oh, time sure. is one thing, mm-hmm. but the the question of how did you find or how do you find, and if you have any tactical, mm-hmm. um, you know, strategies for for rejuvenation. Here's the scenario I'm making up: you you go to work, you work hard. Um, I like to say, you know, you go to your nine to five. We all know it's not really nine right. to five. You go to your nine to five. They take 95% of your energy. And then it's like, da-da, it's time to work on, it's time to work on this meaningful project that, that you want to manifest. What are some of the things that you do or have done in order to rejuvenate so that you have the energy to move forward? Sure. So I think um, two things stand out. Um, one is I, I allow myself to have about an hour of decompression time. Um, and that's not just my, that's not me eating dinner, but literally, you know, just me decompressing from the day to sort of wipe off the things from the day and to release the, you know, the, the heaviness of my day. And that took practice. I, and I still to this day, you know, struggle with it. it, it I have to be intentional and, and I struggle with it to this day. That's one thing I do. I also, you know, over the past year um, is really when I became uber focused on on um my audio work um i started working out and uh, i always whenever i say that i i don't know if you can tell the hesitation in my voice i know pe- people have i know there's like a perception about you know oh yeah just start working out but that actually really helped me to get more energy um i started off my day working out and being more active and that really helped with my energy at the end of the day um and so those are two things I think that I do when I'm zapped, but you know, it, it's, diff, it, it's hard. And I think it's, it's just, mm-hmm. it's a constant push to um, get energy at the end of the day. And there are days where I just don't, I just, I can't. And I just allow, I give myself grace on those days when I can't do anything. I can't research, I can't record something. I can't practice. I can't learn. I just give myself the grace and just say, okay, today is the day that I just allow myself to rest. Thanks for providing that, that grace moment. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I got to push through. Yeah. I got to push through. Um, thank you for that, for that, for that grace moment. You know, there's someone who is like, oh, I want to decompress. <laughs> what does that look like for you? Right? Like, what does that look like? It's one of those uh, words that could, could be so much. Because mm-hmm. when you said it, I had a visual that came up. But I'm like, oh, I wonder what it, I wonder what it looks like oh, for her. That's good. Um, <laughs> that's a great follow-up. Um, so I'm, I love a good uh, glass of wine. Um, so I will sit and have a glass of wine or a glass of Prosecco. 
Um, and nothing so much that makes me tired, but something that sort of helped me decompress, that's one way. Um, another way, honestly, is I watch like a, a, a TV show, like 90 Day Fiance. I don't know if we're allowed to say names, but like something that doesn't, that I don't have to think. So something that really allows me to just like, watch something and not yes. be thinking about work. I don't watch anything that stresses me out. So I couldn't, I could not watch like, no offense, like love and hip hop because it's too, too intense. And I don't, you know, I can't do that kind of show, but like something, something, something like, or um, um, I'll watch something like House Hunters, like something where I can just live in somebody else's life for 30 minutes to an hour. And that, that honestly um, helps me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You've given, <laughs> you've given, you've given the listeners something to try, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, they can come up with their own, but but now they have even a stronger framework. They're like, well, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try that. <laughs> so, uh, thank mm-hmm. you for that. My next question for you is, how has or did your project positively impact the way you show up at your day job? It it definitely did in this way uh, because, particularly with this. Um, last year with um, us being virtual, I have had to run more, run meetings where, you know, my voice obviously is, is the thing because I'm running meetings on behalf of the leader of the agency. And so what it has helped me to do is um, it's just increased my confidence in how I navigate um, these meetings because it, it, it truly is my voice. It, it truly is the sound of my voice that is moving the meeting along. Um, and so it's, it, it's really incre- increased my, um, because I have to practice and because I have to, um, you know, read things out loud. It's increased my vocabulary, you know, it's increased um, the um, tone of my voice. It's increased my ability to, you know, give different emotions in my voice. Um, so it definitely, it definitely has helped my, me at my job, um, in that way. Thank you. There is someone who's listening, um, and they may still be on the fence with their own purpose or passion project that they want to bring into the world. The, the question I, uh, what feels like the easy question for me to ask you is what advice would you give them? Mm -hmm. That feels like the easy question. Uh, and I tend to think like that could come from a place of, um, what's the right word I'm looking for? Almost theory, mm-hmm. if you will. I'm very curious about where, what you've learned along your journey. Um, so kind of, it ends up, the question ends up being like, hey, what would you, what would you tell your, your, yourself, your, your past self? Mm-hmm. What advice would you give your past self who, who's about to embark on this journey? Sure. So I think because I've had some, you know, failures when I've lost, some, you know, a couple of clients, um, just because I wasn't prepared, um, I think I would have, t- I would have told myself, hey, Dorisha, I know you're an overthinker, so I know you will think this to, to, to death. So don't overthink, just start. However, don't throw out the pieces of you that have helped you in your career i.e. Um, create a plan, create a structure, create processes and procedures so that you can um, be successful uh, with your first client. Um, I think that's the advice I would have given myself because I am a, I am a, a overthinker. 
not even a closeted overthinker. I am an overthinker. I, I am an, an analytical person. Um, and <laughs> so that's what I would, that's what I would tell myself is just start asterisks, but first, but do create these, put these things, measures in place so that you can be ready um, to move forward. I hear, um, I hear be yourself. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what, what you've drawn for me. Um, which of course doesn't mean that it's correct or <laughs> it's true, but, but, but a, a picture you're painting for me is like, be yourself as you embark on something new. Mm -hmm. Like don't confuse new with leaving yourself behind. I love that. I love that. That's mm -hmm. what, that that's what you that's what what you shared that's what it what it pulled for me is to remember um actually ooh, you you you're taking me to um um black panther mm. where where he's doing that first battle for and i'm making an assumption that I you did, saw it absolutely he's doing that. i did the wakanda <laughs> symbol are you kidding <laughs> oh yes 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 where, where he's having that first battle to to kind of um like he has to battle if anyone wants to battle him for the throne um and, and then he's getting beat up and then angela bassett is like show them you who you are like you know that remembering who you are in, in the process of change um is powerful so darisha lastly are there any resources particular books and you know it could be a website it could be a podcast because you mentioned a lot about audio mm -hmm. that you found helpful along the way um, as you move forward with your purpose or passion project, please share one or three of those if you if they come to mind. Sure. So, uh, I'll first share a, a book that I read that actually was that I listened to um, that actually changed changed my perspective on my talent. And then I'll also talk about my coach um, because I can't. I, I, that is a resource that has been incredibly helpful. So my the book that. Um, by Mel Robbins, The Five Second Rule. I listened to that book and um, that was an incredible resource for me because it, it, it helped me with the, um, it changed my perspective on what butterflies in your stomach and anxiety and fear, what that, how it manifests and what it actually, what we can call it and what it actually is. And so in her book, she talks about, you know, butterflies um, or fear, anxiety, right before public speaking or right before doing something. And she said, if we change how we say what we call that thing, we call it adrenaline, because that's really what it is. It's our body preparing to do something. That was life-changing for me. And that's literally, because I, I always thought, well, am I nervous? I don't think I'm nervous because I would get on and I'd be able to deliver. You put me in front of a, a mic, you put me in front of a stage of, of people, you know, I, I, I will, I will, I'm on. I'm fine. But beforehand, right beforehand, I'm like, that's just butterflies and anxiety. And so I was able to change my mindset there, which was inc incredible. Um, and that whole book is really good. The five second rule. Um, in terms of a resource, you know, I have to shout out my, my coach, Whitney A. White. Um, and she's at WhitneyAWhite.com. Um, and she really helped me to take back my time and see where I'm spending my time and then to pursue this thing. So not only did she help me with just recognizing my time, she also helped me with, she is helping me with structuring my business and structuring my, um, the turning this passion project into something bigger over time. And so um, those are the two that I would mention. And lastly, really lastly, 
<laughs> if the people want to connect with your work, where should we send them? Sure. So I am still in the building stage. Um, and so I'm building my brand uh, right now um, on Instagram. My handle is D period Michelle period speaks. And that that is where I will be showcasing my work once it's you know published and able to be showcased. Uh, and that's also where if anyone is interested in um, using my voice um, for their podcast, for their voiceover, for their book, for their training, you know, please feel free to message me through Instagram. Tarisha, it has really been a pleasure. And Likewise. I'm so glad that you said yes to being a guest on <laughs> our show. Likewise, likewise. It has truly been a pleasure, um, you know, talking with you and talking to your audience today. I hope you enjoyed that episode and found tremendous value in it. If so, don't keep it a secret. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, our handle, No More Reasonable Doubt. Every so often, I create a free resource to help you take your purpose or passion from a dream to an actual project. You can always find that resource at nomorereasonabledoubt.com forward slash free gift. This is Mike Ambassador Bruni for No More Reasonable Doubt. Remember, some dreams stay dreams, some dreams come true. It's on you. <laughs>